0: Hi, friends.
1: really hope we see you there. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? Oh my God,
0: why did I post that?
1: Ah, I don't know what to do. Should I delete that?
0: Yeah, you should definitely delete that.
1: <laughs> we are so happy and proud that this episode is sponsored by Button Up Box, a brand that we love for many reasons.
0: As you'll probably already know if you follow us both on Instagram, Butternut Box is a fresh dog food delivery service that delivers straight to your door and takes into consideration all of your dog's dietary needs. The brand started with a rescue dog, which we obviously love, and Betty and Bua have absolutely thrived on it.
1: Butternut Box genuinely care about their dogs, and their ethos is that good enough for the dog is not good enough. Dogs deserve better. The meals are comprised of quality meat, veg, lentils, vitamins and minerals, and don't contain
0: any grain, wheat, gluten, corn, soy or sugar. All of which are known to cause intolerances in dogs. We haven't been asked to say this, but we wanted to highlight the huge amount of work the Butternut Box do with dog charities. They donate meals to dogs in shelters and they even donate freezers so that the shelters can store the meals. If
1: you would like to try Butternut Box out for your dog, you can get 50% off your first two boxes with the following link www.butternutbox.com forward slash Alex and M. Hi. Hi, hola, Hello. bonjour that's it
0: oh there we go nice uh, yeah
1: that, that's literally as many languages as i know hello in which is embarrassing <laughs> what's hello in german uh hi <laughs> no i don't know
0: oh my god why can't i think of this hi i don't know you're I... the linguist hello oh hello
1: <laughs> okay hello hello okay good we smashed that um <laughs> hi how are you
0: i'm good i'm good I'm good. I don't sound great, but I'm good. You've got a sore throat, haven't you? Yeah, but I'm fine. Um, How are you doing? I'm good. I feel
1: like I haven't spoken to you in ages. I know we we had a meeting together yesterday, but I was really rude to you. And then we went for our separate days and that was kind of that. Um, Yeah, I just slagged off your outfit. But otherwise, I've not seen you. I've not heard from you. And I've missed you loads. I'm, um, I'm, I'm happy. I'm just happy to be here. I'm happy to have you in my presence. It's all good.
0: No, yeah, you did slag me off. We'll get to that actually. <laughs> that might feature in today's episode. <laughs> I still We're love the postman's
1: here. Sorry, <laughs> the postman. Is it the postman that's here? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you love, you love a postman. Oh, I do. <laughs> but maybe this is a good time actually to go into my awkward okay go into
1: it I'm, and yes. it's my fault and I'm sorry and, and I love you fault. and you're so pretty and you're so good at getting dressed no. and I just love you
0: <laughs> no it's too late Em it's too late so as we've been talking about on the podcast dressing summary, and I was like oh my god today's the day right I'm going into town and I'm gonna dress summary, and I checked the weather and it said 23 degrees and I remember you saying that 23 meant no jacket right <laughs> so I was like I'm not going to wear a jacket for once I'm going to wear a white linen skirt which is really pretty like had a frill at the bottom a little black bodysuit and like I was like over rather than a denim jacket which I wear all the time I was like I'm going to wear this little blue short sleeve shirt that I've got and like wear it open cute anyway mistake because as soon as I left the house it was fucking raining but I was too late to go around and change so I was like oh my god I try and do something nice <laughs> um so I get into town and we go to this meeting and we're halfway through the meeting and I'm just it's like staring at my shirt like staring at it I'm like what and she says you know you look like a postman in the summer <laughs> <It's>, I- because <laughs> It's, on, the male, it's the Royal Mail. It's the Royal Mail summer
1: uniform. It's a short sleeve blue shirt. Mm-hmm. And I didn't I, I didn't mean like you look like the postman because your outfit was so pretty and you looked so nice and I was so proud of you. So when I saw you walking down the street looking so summery, I was like, "Oh my god." It was like pouring with rain. I was like, "Who is that?" <laughs> um she's totally fucked it but she looks great um, and I loved your outfit but you know when you're staring at something and it really reminds you of something and I was looking at that shirt and I was like where do I know that shirt from and then I realized that it's the guy at the sorting office wears it every day because they wear the pale blue shirt and if you google it we found it it's a pale blue yeah. shirt with the little red royal mail sticker it on it literally it, all so it wasn't like you, it wasn't like you just looked terrible it was just that um I that like shirt remi- just triggered a triggered a response in me a memory <laughs> did you enjoy that your me- summery outfit i
0: did i did um i did but now that shirt I, all i see is postman <laughs> I'm really sorry. All I see is Postman. But <gasps> I did enjoy the summer outfit and I enjoyed feeling like almost chilly. Nice.
1: Yeah. 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 I'd say that is nice. But also I just want to say like Postman is not cinnamon. Sy- 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 <laughs> it's not cinnamon bun. <laughs> sorry. It's not synonymous. I just <laughs> fell, I fell <laughs> out of my mouth. Um, it's not. Sy- oh my God. It's not synonymous with insulting. Like it's, it's no. by no means a bad thing to look like the Postman. It was just that that outfit like if you'd have shown up in like a chunky black jacket with hi-vi on it I'd have been like hey you look like a fire person
0: you know (laughs) so it's it's, it's, it's just not the vibe I was going for I guess yeah if you'd have shown up
1: in like a hard hat with a bit of checkered ribbon around it I'd have been like (laughs) oh a police person (laughs) so you're sorry what do you want to start with um well I think we have to start with a bad um and that is that this week um Dame Deborah James passed away yeah. Um, which obviously we we knew was coming, um Deb's sort of said her farewell um a fair few weeks ago now, and since then has gone on to do amazing things as of this morning, yeah. the bowel babe fund is at seven million pounds um which is extraordinary um and yeah, I just um it's she's just the most extraordinary woman it's like I just keep thinking of um of the Elton John candle in the wind and it's just like your your candles burned out long before your legend never will and I really feel like that's very true for Debs but it's and I and I'm pleased yeah. she's at because she can rest now and she's at peace now but it's very sad um that the world has lost somebody so amazing so, so um
0: yeah and truly like what an like an astonishing like present like what an astonishing person it's unbelievable the impact she has had and it would be like so easy for someone in her position to just have retreated and like that would have been absolutely fine too but the just the sheer amount that she's done and achieved throughout her diagnosis is just unbelievable and i mean seven million pounds that's just extraordinary and that's only the bowel babe foundation right that's had that much like the amount of fundraising she did prior to setting up the yeah. foundation like god knows how much all and all the rebellious
1: is. hope t-shirts within the style raised over a million so accumulatively you know she must have raised tens of millions and yeah and in the process as well the things that and and i was lucky enough to be friends with deb and and, and i know this is a feeling shared among her friends but also among the people that followed her is as well as raising a great amount of money and awareness she also taught us such an extraordinary amount about how to live like I've never and how yeah. to die you know she totally changed the conversation and yeah. I've never been I've never known anybody like it and I doubt I ever will again I, I've never known yeah. someone that just makes you so relentlessly grateful to be alive and I remember once yeah. when <laughs> when I've just run New York Marathon like literally just done it she sent me a text going and I'm, I'm signing you up to London Marathon and I was on the tube and I replied, go fucking hell. And she went, and then I went, and she went, oh, come on. It'll be fun. I'm doing it. And I lost signal and I was on the tube like, oh Christ, she's going to do it. She's going to do it. And by the time I had signal at the other side, she's like, hee, done. <laughs> she's like, see you in <laughs> October. I was like, fucking hell. But you can't say no to Dems and you just didn't want to because everything that she did was so fun. Yeah. And so, and she was doing it in the face of every bit of, Every struggle, every piece of adversity that came her way, you know, even when her body was just in full rebellion against her, she just kept on pushing. Yeah. It was just the most extraordinary thing to witness, you know, whether that be in real life or online. And I think so many people have taken so much from her. And she's just the most extraordinary person. And it's a huge loss, but her legacy will live on forever among anybody that ever got to witness anything she ever did. So. Oh, we're going to put the link to um, to the bowel ba- Babe Fund in the in the description, and also to the Rebellious Hope T-shirts um, that Deb's designed within the style. They now come in lots of different colours and sizes. So, um, yeah. if you'd like to get your hands on one of those, I think the message is really special, but also the money is going to a great place. I think. Uh, do you know what Deb's would not want anybody sitting here and wallowing? So, can we can we pick this back up? Can we have a good? Owl? Can 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 we have a reason to smile today? Something yeah. that's made you happy.
0: Yeah. Um. Oh God. Well, my, my good's not really like a smiley kind of thing. I'm regretting that now. But um, <laughs> my good is just very simply like it's no big huge deal. But I've decided to freeze my eggs and I've actually made consultations and I'm going to go ahead with it and do it and it's been something that I've been thinking about for a really long time and there are obviously like cost implications to think about and a ton of other stuff as well like I might not even be a candidate blah 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 but I just I'm pleased that I'm I'm starting the process and like doing something that I really have wanted to do so that's amazing that's exciting. I feel and god it's so cheesy the word empowered but I it does it makes me feel empowered to be like taking control of something that you kind of can end up feeling like you've not got much control over. So that feels really good, and that's my good. Yeah, that's exactly the word that I was going to use
1: before you just slated the word. <laughs> so yeah, it shut on it. Um, yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. That's that's even looking at your face as you're saying that, and it is. I think it's really empowering, and I'm so proud of you for talking about it on Instagram because you, you just said on on your page, you know, that people don't ever. There's so much secrecy around fertility. And even saying this now, it, like, I don't want to use the word brave because, you know... Well, actually, fuck it. I'll use
0: it. Um, it is brave. It, it's cool. And I'm really proud of you. Do you know what? I didn't feel brave until then I looked at my DMs afterwards. And I was like, wow, OK, maybe this is why people don't talk about it. Because why? there's a lot. And I understand that it's an extremely emotive subject. But I think there's just... And I think that's what it comes down to. There is so much emotion involved in it. And it's, it's um, a very you know, and, and infertility, infertility, especially it's a really intense, uh, and like grueling thing to go through and IVF. And I understand, you know, I, I said that on my Instagram that it feels like there is just no, there isn't much open conversation about fertility. At least mm. that's how it feels to me in my world, in, in my bubble. Um, and I, I think that sort of fosters an environment that's like feels very isolating and, and alone yeah. and, and almost like shameful um but then I think a lot of people were upset because they said but but I'm going through IVF and like I just don't want to tell people because of you know which I totally understand. I mean, the, the questions are endless when people do know that you're going through. I know this through friends, like when you are going through IVF, people asking you all the time, like, where, where, where are you in the cycle? Like, when does it get implanted? Are you pregnant yet? What's going oh, yeah. on month after month? Any news? Any news? And, it, and, it, and it's, I imagine it to be very exhausting and emotional and upsetting. And so I understand why people want to keep it. Secretive, you know. You know, keep it private. And yeah. I don't know why I'm going on this huge like disclaimer. No, thing no, now. no. I think it's but really it's important. It's so hard to like get everyone to to think about everyone, especially when I'm totally new to this. And all I'm saying is like I'm freezing my eggs. You know, that's all I'm saying. Like, oh. but I guess with anything you do, anything online, and, and any subject that is like this, you do open a can of worms. So I, I should have known. <laughs> well, before, I think yes.
1: it's that's why I said it's brave. I think because a lot of people have so much pain surrounding fertility and infertility that that a lot of projection gets put on people whether you know and I and I think so much of it isn't deliberate but you know even people making baby announcements can be triggering to other people and 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 of course that makes so much sense but that's nobody's fault you know it isn't the person who makes the announcements fault and it's not the person who's upset by that's fault you know it's just it's just a really unfortunate sort of collision of worlds and it's something that's really painful for a lot of people but I think even you know that I I I imagine that's where quite a lot of the the pain comes from is you know everybody's experiences are so uh personal you know and it's so all-encompassing that and, and I'd imagine it's kind of an open space within the, and I don't know, but I, you know, I I do follow a lot of amazing people who really open up about their IVF journey. But I think the first steps into it, I think it's, it's maybe more commonplace for people to talk about it once they're in it. But for you to talk about it before you go into it is um like, may, maybe that's what's unusual. Because, yeah, I mean, people don't it's a 12 week thing even you know people are that you're right like there is and of course you don't have to speak about it at all but i think like societally there's there's so much to be gained for at least giving a space to allowing the conversation um but it, it but it's so emotive and it's really hard until it's a societal norm it's really hard for those first people to, to or not the first people but it's really hard to go against the norm, which I guess is what you're doing by opening up about it. So I do think it's brave and and I think it's huge.
0: Yeah. I I mean, I mean, I I don't, I don't like really think it is like, I think I've seen like one of my good friends has opened up about her, about her IVF journey on Instagram and she's been through a lot of rounds of IVF and that's brave. And you see the downside of that as well. I mean, she uploaded a COVID test that was positive, and she was like, "Oh, damn it, it got me," and then was like flooded with, "Oh my God, does this mean you're pregnant? Is this?" And I was, oh, <laughs> she was like, no. "Can you not read? It's a, clearly a COVID test. Like, do we not know at this point what a lateral flow test looks like?" So you know, I I I, I feel I feel so, you know, I I don't know, I I, I have a a lot of empathy without actually un- obviously understanding for people mm. going through infertility it's just it's really difficult but I do I think as well and you said before like knowledge is power right and yeah. someone said to me he was 40 and going through um IVF and she said to me just the, the one thing I wish I'd done when I was younger is is freeze my eggs you know she she wasn't in a position to try when she was younger but she didn't no she didn't really know about freezing her eggs it just wasn't really a thing that was talked mm. about so and, and you know obviously it's an absolute privilege and not everyone can afford to do it of course and it's not going to be like easy anyway I'm going on and on and on and it's not that big a deal but yeah <laughs> you get my point <laughs>
1: I get your point. I'm proud of you. It is empowering. I think it's really important that women know more about their fertility in general because it's extraordinary that we just don't know fucking shit about shit. <laughs> so um, yeah. for that alone, yeah. to know alone what your what what your position is right now is really cool and important. And like, I think, yeah, that it, it's something really empowering about getting to know your body. So I'm excited for you on this journey and I love you loads. And I hope that everybody treats you with loads of empathy because you deserve it
0: thanks thanks no worries apparently the two weeks when you do it is like you're just like an absolute bitch so look forward to that (laughs) 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 i've got a bubble wrap i've got a bubble
1: wrap suit that alex got me for my birthday (laughs) so i'll just wear that when we have to have like any engagement all right cool sold yeah fine (laughs) thanks for the heads Um, up
0: what's your good
1: god i don't think i have one i must have one Oh, my good. Well, it's a bit beyond now, but it was Boo's birthday last week, which have always been bad because because I hate that she's getting older and she really is getting older now, which is a, a... Date, like something that if I think too much about I cry um which is unhealthy um but yeah I've decided to celebrate the fact that she's the best bitch in town she's alive she's driving she rolled in the biggest pile of goose shit this oh, morning no. and then had to go under the hose and then brought in goose shit paws right through my kitchen so then I had to mop those up for a fair little while we had a bit of a bit of a bit of a nightmare um but she's seven um, and she's a sensation and I love her loads. And I've got Alex's birthday on Saturday. This is a good time for the household because it's Abu's birthday. Then we had Georgie's birth. Oh, actually, fuck it. You know what? I'm going to do a two, in, a two in one. It was also Georgie Swallow's 30th yeah. birthday. Georgie Swallow has beaten cancer's arse twice. Yeah. Um, and 30 was her first big birthday. It was the first big milestone that she's reached since she's been in remission. And it was really special to watch her be all shit-faced, going down a slip and slide, eating loads of cake and Aww. just having a great day celebrating her life. So Amazing. Just, That's absolutely what yeah. she deserves. She's exactly. So if
0: anyone that doesn't follow her, you have to follow her. And also she's like one of the nicest human beings I think I've ever, ever Isn't she? Isn't yeah. she? Like just doesn't get um, nicer than Georgie. I know, um, she's
1: so nice. Yeah, um, so that was lovely. Just really like, it's just been a week of real love, you know, like first yeah. boo and then Georgie got Al's birthday next week, mine's coming up. It's just, we're all, it's just good vibes. We're all getting Lots old. Lots days. I like it. Yeah. It's yeah. nice. Yeah, it's cool. Um... Cool, what have, you, what, have, uh, what have you not got? Bad, you got bad, you got bad for bad. me? Anything,
0: anything terrible? We're well, all over the place I mean, today. I, I know, I know, we are all over the place. I... There's a man coming to my door with a drill.
1: <laughs> That's the bad. <laughs> that, I've just found my bad. <laughs> um, if he, if the if we just hear a drilling noise and it's coming through your front door, can you that <laughs> yeah, window? Will, you, will you help? yeah uh, no, I mean, yeah, but no I don't know how. I'll try. Okay
0: <laughs> Will Let's see the moment Let's see. I don't know. Will <laughs> you help? I don't know. <laughs> liter- I'm not good in emergencies. I just freeze.
1: <laughs> I can imagine that. Are you yeah, What was okay. the last
0: emergency that you were in? And did you? How did you handle it? Do You know what? One that has haunted me for a really long time is um, one of our cats from back home. She, um, I took her to the vets. This is years and years and years ago. I was like 19 or 20 or something. I took her to the vets, and you know you have to take cats in a um, a box a crate. to yeah. the vets. A crate. That that's it. A box. Cardboard box. <laughs> um, in the crate, and then when I brought her back. Uh, like I was opening the door and it's like a dodgy little door to open and her paw got stuck and I completely froze and it's like I was just like screaming because like she was screaming but I completely froze and then like basically my mum rushed through and sorted it and that has haunted me ever since because I'm like oh my god what the fuck is wrong with me like it was I could have just sorted it out but I just I don't know I kind of freeze in this situation so that is not good Um, that's interesting I know the poor little cat she was fine she was fine yeah she was she's a bit of a diva uh, dramatic uh, anyway (laughs) Um, that's what you tell yourself I'm really good in a crisis I
1: imagine that you would be I launch into it me and Alex together my mum always says that like you ever see Ray Donovan no it was a really good show. Anyway, I'm just, I'm really good in a crisis. It's a surprise. I, internally, I'm a mess. Like internally, everything's on yeah. fire. But externally, I'm like, okay, we can handle this. We will handle this. And I just handle okay. it. But on, like I say, inside, like beams are falling. Children are screaming. Like everything's burning. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrendous. But outside, I'm like, okie dokie. Okay. Like, yeah. let's go. That's like, That's Yeah, good. like when one of the dogs goes AWOL, which happens frequently because they just they use their little noses and they just yeah, run honestly sounds. you'd think we were keeping them in like guantanamo like the door opens and they're like <laughs> see ya and it's like are you joking like you live on the sofa you're fed twice that. a day you're given so much love and yet when the door opens they're like bye fuckers not all of them but uh Bisto, Bisto's a runner um but he always goes to the neighbor's house like and was like what's so good about that half pistol? like you, you came from the streets of romania you are loved you are loved and adored like the lads don't care They're not, they'll come back because they know where their food is but uh, the scottish terror, the scottish terrier he's honestly he's like fuck you i'm out like fuck you people i am done with this place door opens see ya oh my god and but he doesn't run he just walks away so you probably could keep up with him if you had a good speed on you as well but he just he's like my like he wouldn't run away that would be undignified he just walks
0: away where's he going who knows he's like i don't think you even deserve no <laughs> like, i am preserving my dignity by walking 100- away 100 like he's
1: not running from anything this is a choice <laughs> <laughs> and he's gonna do it in the way that he wants. This is um,
0: deliberate, guys. I am. Yeah,
1: under, yeah, Bisto's like a rocket. He's like, bye. Um, yeah. But But he's also the same, to be honest. He doesn't run away from you, but if you try and like, you know, when he, when he goes to the neighbours and you try and get him, he just walks away from you. And it's a really annoying, embarrassing thing because it's like you're kind of walking towards him and he's just walking away. And I'm like, oh. don't do not do this with me. Like, don't do this with me. Even if it's like in a secure area, you know, and you're just trying to get him to come back in the house. Because like, we've got a secure bit where obviously like he's allowed in or whatever. But you just have to keep walking towards him. And he's like, what? So he just keeps walking away. It's like, I did that <laughs> thing on my Instagram. It's like things that are embarrassing for no reason. And it's like they're, that, yeah. like chasing... a. Or, chasing a dog or like trying to get a dog on the lead who doesn't want to be put on the lead is like oh my god it's so embarrassing because you're like kind of bending kind of stooping and still walking and it's walking and it's just like
0: oh god it's so embarrassing Oh my God, that has un- unlocked a little awkward for me very quickly, and that happened last night and I totally forgot about it. So I went to this really swanky party, it was Collins party, and um, it was very cool and everyone was very posh and like dressed very posh. Um, and I met this uh, literary agent, I think she was, yeah, she was, um, but like a big cheese apparently. Um, I don't know much about the publishing world still, so I'm not really sure, but anyway, she- I held out my hand to shake her hand because they said on the invite, like, don't hug people, like, no hugging. So I held out my hand to shake her hand and she just, I don't know if she just didn't see it or ignored it. I don't know what happened, but I was stood with my hand out <laughs> for, like, far too long. And then I was like, it's, it's too, it's, I'm not, it's too awkward for me to pull it away so i i like jammed like jabbed my hand into hers like i am trying to shake your hand and you will not leave me hanging like this and she was like mm, okay and just like sort of grabbed my like grabbed a couple of my fingers and i was like thank you
1: thank you <laughs> oh my, you. God. Thank oh my you. god there's a video of i saw it on tiktok All the time, Vladimir Putin's been left hanging for a handshake. I'll send it to you. So embarrassing! It's so embarrassing, and it happens to him. And like, like it's happened to him like six or seven times with like big cheeses, like prime ministers, like Kim Jong Un, like just people just like full on ignoring his hand. So um, embarrassing. So embarrassing. He, he deserves it. He deserves it. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. A hundred I hope that man is permanently chasing a dog that he can't get on a lead, and he's yeah. always chasing a ping pong ball, and he's wearing his shoes on the wrong feet, and, he, and, and he's he, always like, spitting stuff out of his mouth. Yeah, him. yeah, and no one tells him when he's got stuff between his teeth. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Yeah. We will we'll tell him. <laughs> Look at us.
0: So powerful um, with our threats. Nice, no, sorry, your actual bad. Bad, my actual bad. Well, I suspected that we were going to share our bads this week, I think. And obviously, one was one was Debs. Like, I didn't know her personally, but I know that you did. And Georgie did as well, really well. Um, and obviously, it was really sad. Um, and also, Roe v. Wade. I feel like I just... It's... Yeah, it, I just... It's... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like, obviously, flawed everyone. Like, completely flawed. And I think what's really... I I mean, the whole thing is horrific, absolutely horrific. But it feels like I don't actually know, like, what anyone can do from here. And we were talking yesterday about, like, do we do a podcast episode on it? And it feels like, almost like, what's the point? Because we are preaching to the converted. Like, the rift is very big. It feels very big, doesn't it? It feels like there's a huge rift between, and, you know, the, the people that we would... I, I don't know that kind of the whole thing just feels a little bit hopeless. And I've, I feel horrendously sorry for anyone like all women in America right now, because it's just it's just unbelievable. It's unbelievable.
1: I do. And I think as well, like something that came up a lot was the reminder from people when we talked about what was happening in America, like a lot of people were DMing me being like, well, you can't really talk about this because you have to acknowledge Northern Ireland. And like the fact that we're not, you know, we haven't really got great rights exclusively over here. And that is definitely worth acknowledging. I think two things can be true. And like, we do need the space to be absolutely horrified about the regression of rights. I think something that at least, you know, I know, the, and, and I know this really well, like, because again, same as Northern Ireland, the Isle of Man, where my mum's from, abortion only got legalised in 2019. Yeah. Um, Alex is from Dublin and, and he was part of the, you know, he was very much there for the repeal of the eighth. So it is something that I'm very aware of and it and it has actually been a big part of my sort of psyche. But I guess the difference has been that it's always felt, at least here, like we're moving forwards. And I remember last year, it got criminalised in in Poland. And that was a real, like, what the fuck? And to have it happen in America, I think the thing that's been so shocking is it's such a pull backwards and a very deliberate pull backwards, like 55 years. And it's not about life. It isn't. Because the thing that's been so gross has been the fact that guns gun, you know, legislate Sorry, I'm not using my words probably. The fact that states haven't been granted the control over guns but they have been granted the control over women and it's like that. Yeah. The fact that both the rulings were made at the same time. So I know we've got so many problems across the world but I just think look and particularly at home and for God's sake fucking Dominic Raab today has just said or yesterday said that he didn't want to put abortion rights in in the Bill of... in the Human Rights Act. Like, you know, we, we yeah. are not safe here and I think something that we have to do is is keep our eyes and ears to the ground, like follow the Women's Equality Party and pay close attention to your MP's view on this because yeah. we do have to support our sisters across the pond but we also need to keep driving for change in Northern Ireland and really pay attention to what's happening with our MPs here because I don't trust this fucking government not as far as I can throw them and they've just the America's just you know I mean I do think the fact that that five unelected people made this Mm. decision is an extraordinary fucking thing in the free world like I don't understand how that's democracy and I do think we stand a better chance here in terms of democracy but that does rely on us paying attention. And I think something that came up a lot in my DMs when I talked about this was a lot of people on on my side, for example, you know, on the sort of pro-choice side, and even people who are pro-life, but understanding that they can be pro-life individually, but they can't inflict their pro-life beliefs on other people, which again is really important. And 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 I really respect people who have that belief because obviously abortion is a horrible thing and a lot of people aren't going to want to have one. And, and, and don't believe that it's the right thing to do. But they also respect that it's a woman's right to choose... Which is, you know, that that's what this comes down to. Um, anyway, but I, I did find a lot of people trying to really kind of like nitpick a lot of what I was saying. And I've seen that quite a lot online yeah. with like, oh, well, you know, you said that abortion is always a painful decision and it isn't always an abortion. It isn't always a painful decision. And you said this, but it isn't always quite like this. And actually, I think we need to be quite careful not to get too nitpicky with each other and really recognise what the the end goal here is. Yeah, And that's fighting for human rights, women's rights here and just don't you
0: feel like really despondent with it because it's like we are I I do think we are in an echo chamber and like the stuff we're talking about we're talking to people who already agree with us and that is just worrying and I don't know I think I think it is closer to home than we realize I mean I mean abortion is the only procedure here that has to be signed off by two doctors the only one in the UK that's it yeah and it's illegal until it's signed off by two doctors which is crazy you know and and i mean I, I i know that often like i i believe that often it's 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 you know the doctors are willing to sign it off but that's you know in the doctors hands which is crazy yeah. So anyway, I, just, I think yeah. we should we should do a deeper dive into this, and we are working on it. We're trying to secure someone who's going to be able to, because uh, I think what's important is is someone that's going to be able to explain the system to us yeah. fully, because there's a lot of confusion around it. Um, and uh, yeah, so we're, we're working on it, and uh, bear with us, basically yeah my awkward it's tiny uh so just yeah we
1: the, watch out for that episode we're working really hard if you've got any ideas for what we can do although i hope we've got a lead that we're going to be able to sort out this afternoon anyway yes. um my awkward i actually was going to get into this more and then the news about uh deb's has just made all of my bads just pale into insignificant um so i'm actually happy not to have gone into it as a bad but my bad and my awkward were connected my bad is um Turn, like and we do, are going to go into this again uh I've been trolled quite badly as it turns out like some people don't like me which was absolutely gutting <laughs> absolutely gutting um and and I found a forum and I was I was properly upset and we will go into that another time but um my awkward stems from that and that's that a lot of these people seem to think that I do my spelling mistakes on my Instagram stories on purpose to drive engagement and make myself sound relatable and it's really sad because I don't <laughs> i'm just really That's shit so at spelling stupid i just That's i know so but it was stupid. like oh, just she thinks she so this and this and does she do these on purpose so that people reply and tell her that she says whatever and i was like no i just do them because i'm really bad at spelling
0: so that people reply and tell you what i don't know drive my engagement
1: up they think i do it for engagement and i'm like oh please but <laughs> there's nothing more annoying to me than a dm going you spell considered wrong. I'm like, oh god,
0: he's the worst type of DM. Or being I like, literally a picture of an animal, and I said it, and they said it was a goat or whatever. I don't even know. I don't even know what it was. And people were like, that's not a goat. That's a sheep. That's a lamb. That's a cow. Whatever. I don't fucking know. But like that is literally the most annoying type of DM to get because you're like, you want to connect with people and stuff. So why, why would you? Oh, fuck off. Sorry to get all shouty and sweary, but people really irritate me. Do they not have? anything better to do Jesus I know I know I know
1: it's just of all of it I was just like oh fuck (laughs) like who do they think I am I don't know I was just like oh yeah anyway so that was just a bit
0: imagine seeing someone's stories and then being like taking the time to go onto a forum and write I think she does this to drive engagement like how sad that is so sad I know I know (laughs) it did make me laugh like just that one the the
1: others made me cry a lot but that one made me laugh I was like oh no they think I'm they think I'm clever and I'm actually just really fucking shit at spelling um (laughs) I don't have that kind of business mind and we are going to go into this further aren't we Oh yeah. De- yeah, definitely. I I, I want to talk about the, the effect. I mean, I do believe that these people will kill someone if they're left unchecked, but I think it's really yeah. important that we talk about the way that it, I, I'm really happy to talk about the way that I feel. Um, yeah. and I think, and we, we, yeah, we're going to do an episode about, about, about learning to learning how to cope when people aren't nice to you and learning how to learning learning how to really believe that other people's opinions of you don't matter and i'm still on that path like i'm i'm getting closer um to yeah. to the full belief and sometimes it can you know sometimes it's not as easy as other some days it's not as easy as it is other days and i think this week i've just felt vulnerable and tired and and it just hit yeah. me harder than other days but i i would like to share part of the journey and the thought process and like how we get to to not let other people's words about us affect us so badly so we are going to do an episode on that and if you've got any questions about that actually send them in and any specific ones about kind of learning to be okay with other people not liking you for example um like hit us up send them into instagram or email or whatever and we can um we can bring
0: that into the episode as well so it's not just me <laughs> um but yeah we will we will get into that but um fuckers. yeah and i hope you're okay <laughs> I'm fine i'm okay i'm i'm
1: absolutely devastated and this will take <laughs> probably years to recover from but i'm absolutely <laughs> fine <laughs> no i am fine um anyway we've got a great um interview today with somebody that i'm so happy we got to have this chat wasn't it just like it's yeah. just gas fuck it, i absolutely we we interviewed Gemma styles who is a friend of both of ours and we talked about mental health and and Well, it really, it was just sort of, it was like, it just felt like a hug. The whole episode just felt like a hug. It was just fun and lovely. And I think Gemma's really great. And I hope you all enjoy it. She's also on board for the fridge magnets. So, um, woohoo! (laughs) Love Gem. She can come back anytime. Um,
0: No, it was actually, it was was a brilliant episode. And um, she sent me a meme this morning, actually, that said, this is so relevant to what we talked about in the podcast i'm just going to read out to you quickly it says i don't care if i'm cringe i'm just a mirror of your internalized shame oh my god why didn't she send that to me on thursday monday whenever it was when i was crying in bed right people
1: hate me Um, right oh my god
0: it's not cringe it's a mirror of your internalized shame and i feel like that is a brilliant way to kick off this episode in A. Enjoy it, guys. Yeah. We will see you on Thursday for an Is It Just Me? <laughs> My absolute favourite so thing
2: was just like watching round the crowd and all like, did you see where they were all doing like.
0: Okay, big okay. like circles
2: and the like giant literal oh. like conga lines round the entire floor of the stadium and I was just like this looks so
0: fun. Oh, oh. I loved the lights, which I initially thought were lighters and then was like no, it's just a phone torch. But like when you <laughs> looked across this sea of like torches and it was so beautiful. That always like, makes me really emotional. It, it, like, it oh. is emotional, isn't it? I don't know something about lights. Yeah.
1: Just- Coldplay did that and they gave us all like a band like a wristband yeah. or something. Oh, I and, saw that yeah. actually
2: on something. I
1: think. I can't remember. Was that was that
2: the same tour where they did like a really sustainable tour or something? Yeah. And everyone was like talking about all the different like things that they did. It was
1: really yeah. good. Is that Wembley? Oh, it Maryland. looked good. It was
0: a few years ago. Yeah. It was really good. Ah, uh, it was really good. When they sang "Lights Will Guide You," is that when they did it? "Lights Will Guide You Home."
1: Yeah, and then they had it for "Up and Up," maybe one of the other. Okay. You know. Tearjerkers, tearjerkers No, I'll just in, inspiration. Jerker. I love Coldplay. I fucking love Coldplay. They I love Coldplay, and I know it's not cool to love. I them, don't but care I, love I them. don't care. I love Coldplay. Yeah. i really fancy Chris Martin. Yeah, thank you for not leaving me hanging. <laughs> it <laughs> just took me a be like second. A, I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you think, I think
0: they were get good. a bad rep.
1: Oh i god, so okay. yeah. <laughs> to start it, I really fancy Chris Martin <laughs> the record show. Um, he did a modern fact. Oh, never mind. Never mind. He did. I saw that. Yeah, yeah was that really was good. really good. Um, anyway. Hi, Gemma. Hello. Hello.
2: Amica, um, okay, do you fancy Chris Martin? Can't say I've ever
0: thought of him in that way, but you know. <sighs> Each to their own. Start. (laughs) I I remember seeing them do a gig, and I I don't know what it was. Um, I never know if I say concert or gig. I noticed, like, last night you kept being, like, the gig, and I was like, do you mean the concert? (laughs) Like, I don't know. I don't know which one to use. I'm not cool
2: enough to say gig, like, at all. Is that, like, a cooler
0: thing to say? I think so. Okay. Does that mean that? Are you just cool. Maybe a you're bit, just a bit cool. It just comes naturally. You congrats. Thanks. Um, but anyway, when they did a I Coldplay probably, probably do concerts rather than gigs, don't they? I feel. No. Anyway, <laughs> he was doing a gig concert and like working so hard that his t t shirt was just full of sweat, and I was like, I like that. I do like that. You're really trying, and I like it. He's putting his all into it. He's putting like, his all into it. I Alex like, loves to trial. Yeah, <laughs> kudos for that. God loves anyway. to try it. That was a random way to open the episode. But, but um, it wasn't
1: entirely random because we all went to a gig last night, the concert. same gig. Um, and Gemma's got a hoarse voice because she, well, you've been to loads of gigs, concerts. I did, literally. yeah. Me, who never goes anywhere with a crowd
2: or anywhere cool, definitely not cool enough for gigs. Um, yeah. <laughs> fourth, Four Harry Styles shows and one... Uh, it's so weird when I full name him, he'll be like... Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, four shows in a week, which is That's great. a lot. Loved That's it. Dedication. I'm glad you guys were there last night as well. I feel like we It can- was so
0: good. I had such... We had a blast, didn't we? We did. I mean... The, you, the yeah, alcohol was supposed, helping. Yeah, but you're also not supposed to call it a blast. Oh my god, <laughs> I had such a you're blast with the feel concert last, last night. It <laughs> <and> got <laughs> so old and uncool I had I'm a great sorry. time at the gig. Oh, the, the gig was sick. Um, <laughs> uh, like wow, mate, loved it, sick. I, I don't know <laughs> what, do you, what do you want from me. I'm not cool. Okay. Um, no, it was amazing,
1: and we didn't. We didn't see you, but we got today. We're getting like a real styles fix because it's been 24 hours getting it all in.
0: But it's funny you know? when I texted you before and I was next. like, you're going to be there. And you said, yeah. And then I was like, oh, it's actually a very big place. We probably won't <laughs> yeah, see you. Like, I'll,
2: I'll try and wave like, from <laughs> somewhere. I, my eyes aren't good enough to wave across that many people. Anyway. No, I'm feeling smug today though because I wasn't drinking last night and everyone else who was there last night is like, oh my God, I'm so done. And I'm like, nope. I'm done. Done for the week. Good uh, for you. Oh, yeah, Good yeah for you. I didn't drink
1: yesterday either. And I, I saw your Al stories this morning, and they were like, "I'm really hungover." I was like, "Haha." Uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't oh, realize.
0: Right. i was saying, I didn't realize I was drunk until we got into the taxi, and I was sitting backwards, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god." everything is spinning and I think I'm going to be sick and I just couldn't talk I was like keep it in keep it in we were
1: in with strangers as well and she was staring at her phone trying to get her like Burger King chips and she just kept being like I think I'm going to be sick and everybody's <laughs> faces in the cameras like please don't be sick like who's this random person sitting hello, in the middle hello stranger please don't be sick in yeah, my lap.
0: threatening vomit <laughs> you know when you're ill like that and you're like uh, you've had too much alcohol and you're like the only thing i just need food to soak it up so i was like burger king chips anything i'll have anything i i ended up getting vegan nuggets from burger king and they were so good nice. so good this has been a terrible anyway interview oh my so god, god, oh my god sorry
2: absolutely fine i love chips and chips chips are great um
1: how are you i'm good how are you very good thank good. you and thank you for coming we want we've wanted you We've wanted you for ages and now we've got you so we're very happy. Mm-hmm. So fun, I love doing a good podcast swap as well. It makes me feel like a real Ooh, podcaster.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah,
1: I yes. know. I think this is our first podcast swap.
0: It is? Yeah, I, awesome. have,
1: I don't get invited in many places so. <laughs> oh wow. <well. laughs> I don't, can't imagine why, but um, I'm really excited. <laughs> I'm excited too, I think it'll be fun. So this yeah. is a two part episode because there's this side on ours and then Al and I will be appearing on Gemma's podcast, The Good Influence. Uh, tomorrow tomorrow yeah Yeah. um I want to ask about your podcast sure yeah it's such a lovely thing like the good influence like you just is it is it just as simple as that like you just want what was the reasoning behind starting that the podcast and and the messaging that it brings because it is lovely I mean I think the name probably
2: came around as kind of like a play on the fact that like that's essentially what I do now like in terms of like the influencer thing yeah so you know when it's kind of it's one of those things some people like the word influencer and some people don't huh. but when you kind of get called it a lot and I feel like I was having the yeah. conversation of like you know on social media people obviously talk about a lot of different things and like you guys will know this for a while you talk about things that have like a decent amount of substance and like you actually get more like diving into conversations but I don't feel like social media is necessarily always the best platform for that
0: Mm.
2: and yeah it kind of just came around as a riff on the whole thing of like well if I'm going to be an influencer I want to be like yeah doing something good with it and then all the guests that are coming on are people who I think are like a good influence and all you know I love a pun more than anything else so really (laughs) that's that's where the podcast came from.
0: No I, I like it because I feel like influencers are so vilified and the just the term itself is so vilified but actually there can be a lot of good. And yeah, you have to take everything with a pinch of salt and make sure everything you know, everything yeah. you're consuming is balanced and varied and whatnot. But there is a lot of good that can be that can come from being an influencer. So yeah, I like that. I really like that. Thanks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> did you, sorry.
1: I feel like well, I, I'm i I'm putting words in your mouth, but did you ever want to be an influencer or is that something that you've sort of fallen into and and done something brilliant with?
2: No, I mean it was very much an accident. I mean This is the kind of thing where like, I feel like on occasion, if people are like trying to be mean to me on the internet, they say things that they think are like devastating that they've come up with. Like, you wouldn't even have followers if it wasn't for your brother. And I'm like, yeah, no shit. Like, do you think I'm not aware of that? (laughs) But like, it's one of those things where it just kind of happened. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, to me, I'm like, if I ended up with that platform if you like I just think it would have felt like a real waste to do
0: absolutely nothing with it
1: yeah
0: and you've got two choices right you're given this platform and then you have two choices like you do nothing with it Mm. or you do something with it so like it's really cool yeah I mean I still I'm like I don't
2: feel like I know what I'm doing half the time I'm probably not and this is the thing I know that people who are like big influencers as a career now like there's so much work that goes into like people building audiences and stuff and there's some real like Mm. authentic authentic like helpful like great people on the internet who are doing that work and have done loads of work to build themselves up to that level so I always feel like a bit like I kind of snuck in and I'm like oh well I kind of ended up with the beginning of it completely by accident like it wasn't really through anything that I'd done but yeah I don't know I think it's just like
0: trying to make the most of it and do some good with it you know yeah so we're gonna dive into mental health because you have been really open and transparent about your mental health online and you've talked about it openly Mm. but I want to know what that did to your mental health to find yourself suddenly thrust into the spotlight and not in a small way in quite a big way as well and then from going from like hardly any eyes on you to suddenly so many eyes on you and now you've got sorry I know you'll hate talking about this but you've got like millions of followers Mm. now on Instagram like that is a lot of people did that affect your mental health it must it must have done yeah I think I think it must have done at times
2: like I don't think that there's a way it couldn't have you Mm. know Mm. but it's quite like looking back on it now because it's been so long but also it was very like that was the time when social media was literally just beginning yeah so like what must have been like 2010 or 11 I think around there which is when like I think Twitter started and then Instagram was like, maybe a year or two later. So it's all been really gradual. It doesn't feel like such a like overnight kind of thing. I've kind of got a bit more used to it now. Yeah. But when I think back to it, I think because social media was so new anyway, people knew what they were doing less at the time. Like it wasn't like social media was, it wasn't a job like it is now, like people didn't have mm. social media jobs. Like, I think maybe like the YouTube set was up and running and all the rest of it. Um, but yeah, I think it probably like took me longer to realize how much stuff like that affects you. But also like just as me in general mm. and like predating social media or anything, like I'm quite a like self-conscious person. Like I'm not right. super confident with things. So then trying to get to grips with like putting yourself on the internet and knowing that there are people listening to what you have to say, Mm. which is an enormous privilege in and of itself, which is kind of, you know, what I was alluding to before of Mm. why have a platform and do nothing with it. But yeah, getting used to the fact that people would like give a shit if I said something was like quite strange. Mm.
1: To have like fame that it isn't your choice necessarily. Mm. It, like It's something that I've, to a much lesser extent, um, had. And I, I think my relationship with it was kind of weird because I don't know. I, don't, I think, I, actually, I don't think anyone's relationship with it is normal, mm. but it's, it's what you said before about, you know, what you said about having the choice of doing something with it. And it's a really hard choice sometimes because it's like, you're, you're still trying mm. to grow and live your life and work out who you are as an individual, but then you've just got all these people and they just keep coming in and you're like, oh my God. yeah. And, yeah. You, and they only see a little bit of the picture, but they think they know the whole picture. And and it's really odd if, because if you go out and you seek it, like you say the you know YouTubers or Instagrammers or whatever, who go out and actively work for it, mm-hmm. it's not such a surprise when it comes, but people who come through other avenues it is a bit of a surprise, right? Like that's yeah. the kind of like, not discomfort necessarily, but it's like, ooh, <laughs> hi, I don't know how to feel about this yeah. all the time. And yeah. I've, I haven't always felt comfortable with people arriving into my space. I'm just like, I don't know why you're here. Cause I, I know, you know, with the Instagram stuff that I do, yeah. people who listen to the podcast like, i know why they're listening to the podcast yeah. but some people who just look at stuff i don't know if i'm making any sense no Alurgers. you are i get it yeah but yeah because yeah. yeah and i i always think Well, oh, what do you want from me but then also it you can't ask that of every single person that arrives right. in your life because you'd never get anything done for asking the question but. Yeah. and you know like those rolling around the internet there's always
2: like certain people who you know like will like hate follow you because they just want to watch you and be like ugh really don't like her do people do that to you I don't know. I mean, there's there's always, like... There's the people who actually, like, show up in your inbox and are kind of like, hi, I hate you. I think you're terrible. But people then there's that. also, like... Yeah. Yeah, they do that.
1: But you're sure. not terrible. Well, you
2: know, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but Screw you yeah, guys. <laughs> that's the thing, I mean, this is the thing I've heard people say before. It's, like, on the internet, the worst things people say about you and the best things people say about you. Like, you just have to kind of ignore them both. Because... Mm some people will be like oh my god you're amazing and I'm like well I haven't really done anything to deserve that and some people will be like you are vile and you should be ashamed of yourself and
0: I'm like why what did (laughs) I do um where does that come from though I just don't understand but also you should take the good stuff because you are doing good stuff and you do deserve that I mean, yeah, I'd much prefer to,
2: like, if I'm going to take on one or the other, (laughs) I try and,
1: like, absorb the good rather than the bad just for my own sanity. Also, if you're going to take the bad, you definitely have to take the good as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's something I've learned because I, I like, cherry-pick the bad. Yeah. Like, if if there's, like, 99 comments being like, you're great, and there's one being like, I hate you, I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) They hate me. (laughs) That is the thing I'm, like, really
2: having to like learn and work on and i've seen like other people on instagram talking about this and i'm trying to like absorb the message of it that like some people are just going to decide that they don't like you and it's actually kind of nothing really to do with you Mm -hmm. because from what they see on social media they like decide who you are and build a picture of you in their head that's like oh well obviously she thinks this and clearly Yeah, that's what she's doing and all the rest of it and all of it's completely untrue they've just made it up in their heads like they don't actually know who you are Mm. and if they decide to hate you based on that picture they've created for themselves like there's actually nothing I can do about Mm -hmm. that so I'm trying to just let it go yeah there's
1: a lot of power in that because I always used to want to fight people if people make assumptions about me based on like my dad predominantly because i now feel very straight in who i am and what mm-hmm. i do on social media i'm very like okay this is what i do this is the work that i'm making and creating but before when i had less of an idea of what i was doing mm-hmm. when people would make assumptions about me i would feel so compelled to go and like physically fight them and they're like oh and you yeah. know like you said before like mm-hmm. the, the most devastating thing someone can say to an influencer is like well, you don't deserve it you you, you only have it you you're giving yeah. off someone else's money and I'd be like oh yeah you oh know, god let me tell you and I'd be as good as printing off like my bank rent. statement like <laughs> let me show you and I was like this is such a waste of my energy to like bicker with people that I don't know so there is there is a lot of power in letting people be wrong about you yeah I, do. I think
2: that is something that comes a bit more with age though and I guess yeah. like for you it's like a lifelong thing as well even rather than I don't know
1: but I mean you've had like 12 where are we t- yeah, 12 I mean, yeah. years so yeah. that's like, as yeah. good as really this is true
2: it has been a, a long time Yeah, but yeah it definitely I'm not very good when people are angry at me or don't like me which I mean who it is I suppose but like I
1: yeah you're speaking to the choir we're like this <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> is a shame. bad podcast review we're like
2: oh Christ which funnily enough is apparently well I know this is the crowd to speak to but it's an ADHD thing apparently it's like a rejection sensitive something or other And I read about that and I was like, oh, okay. That's why like my brain gets so upset by this stuff. Like I feel like I'm a horrible person. I've done something really badly wrong. And it like takes me, I really have to kind of talk myself down to be like, let's logic this out because you didn't say that or you didn't do that or yeah.
0: It feels like a very visceral, like physical feeling, doesn't it when someone, yeah. Cause actually in this conversation, the three of us sitting here, we all have ADHD, so that's funny. Oh yeah, sorry. I bet that's maybe okay. I shouldn't have said that. I'm like, I well, actually, we've been for dinner before no, sitting no, around no, talking about that. I don't like,
1: oh, mind saying it in this. I haven't been officially diagnosed by a doctor, it's been suggested twice by therapists and it is not an unlikely assumption I would say based on I would all say my personality. I think... um, and I've but I've been making my peace with that over the last few months and we've talked about that mm. and what well, we we three have talked about it. We went yeah. out for dinner. So I don't mind being outed literally every time i do anything on social media everyone's like um your adhd is showing i'm like okay <laughs> fair enough yeah you yeah you I, know, I, know, I know i know i know i know i have to walk myself every morning before work like a labrador i can't literally. come in and record without she won't talk to me because i just sit on i was like touching the wall like fidgeting and the words the microphones have to be like right in front of my face
0: otherwise you can't hear me anyway um
1: yeah, I've forgotten what we're
0: going with. Oh, no, the the, the visceral vi- reaction. Oh, yeah, the rejection. Yeah, it's 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 horrible, isn't it? It's really horrible. Yeah. And I, I, yeah, and especially on social media, it feels like I don't know. It, it feels like heightened in a way because you kind of, you pour your heart out online and a lot of like what we put so much into it. And then it yeah. feels like, like that, that quote that says like, it feels like someone coming into your house and saying to you like, and that's what yeah. it feels like. It feels like someone's walking down the street and saying to you like, you yeah. know, just shouting I because mean, half the time you. when
2: you read it, you're in your house. So to you, it's happening to you in right. your own home, mm. like in a right. safe that's supposed to be like safe.
1: Yeah. So yeah. I'm very surprised that you get- Me too. Un- uh, unlike comments. Um troll comments like i'm i'm really surprised that you get because i imagine Mm. the people that would follow you would love harry so that they would come to you and love you too so
2: yeah i mean don't like don't get me wrong it's not the majority or anything but it just it does Mm. happen from time to time like and it's usually it's one of those things i have such a thing about the internet like it's usually if you i don't know if something's happening and they don't like something that you've said about it
0: or not said about it or i don't know yeah, right with like world events like current affairs stuff and if you're not talking about them
2: yeah or well like really anything it's, it's, yeah. it's
0: quite wild I find like sometimes
2: I read a message and it actually doesn't upset me I'm just like wow you should be a
1: hurdler because that leap was... <laughs>
2: <laughs> I could not have made that.
1: gold
0: standard. I always think that. You're going to hurt yourself switching this far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, yeah, it's, it's quite amazing the leap that some people will take. But it's... And I guess, like, it's bound to happen. Like, you've got that many people, in there, it's going to happen. So.
2: That's the thing. And I think even if you know it's, like, a minority of people or... I don't know. I mean, I don't like upsetting anyone. Like, I never do that intentionally. But that it does feel like it's a lot more dramatic than maybe it is sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like I, so before I did any of this online stuff, my last like job job where I didn't work for myself was, um, I worked for a charity that was a cyber bullying charity. Yeah. So I used to deal with this stuff like every day anyway and kind mm. of have people getting in touch with the charity who were like being trolled or bullied online and all the rest of it. So kind of even coming at it from that sort of background it, it just takes such an emotional toll on people mm. because even if that isn't what's happening, it mm. feels like it's everyone who's looking at you and thinking that. And if there's a mean comment on something, if it's like a public comment on an Instagram post or something, you look mm. at it. And because in theory, anyone could come to that page and look at that comment. It feels like the entire world has seen it. Yeah. Even if they absolutely haven't. Mm. Yeah. But it's like yeah. It's like someone it's like being on a massive stage in front of people, terrifying anyway. And then having someone yeah. walk up to you with a microphone and insult you to your face with a load of people watching. Yeah. like that's what it feels like and it's just like obviously that's horrendous yeah
0: Yeah. it's kind of embarrassing when i get trolled i'm like oh god how embarrassing so embarrassing (laughs) i get get sheepish in front of like my friends and and it's stupid like no one cares about me like enough to do you know what i mean like they don't even know whatever but i feel like i I get really sheepish around my friends Then i'm like embarrassed yeah like they'll have seen that stuff and it is embarrassing it does feel embarrassing because Mm. you're it's like, because it feels like no one slags off the cool girl. Like people are only mean yeah. about like
1: the losers. That's how like, that's how we grew up, right? I it's know. like- so it's. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah cool. like, still oh, a loser. Right. <laughs> yeah. Loser in
2: school, loser
1: now. <laughs> loser in life. <laughs> I'm going to a concert later and we're going to have a blast.
0: <laughs> Piss off. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. <laughs> this is all said with love. Yeah. It doesn't feel like <laughs> it. me.
1: You know, she's on the stage right now and we've just shown up with our microphones oh, just, to
0: say, yeah. just to
1: say mean things to her.
0: Whatever. <laughs> blast. It is said with love. Um, so, would love to talk about mental health. Mm-hmm. What made you decide, I mean, yeah, What what made you decide to talk about it? publicly because like we said there are a lot of people and that's quite a a vulnerable thing to do especially in a world where there is still and when you I don't know when you first started talking about it um I'm trying to think when yeah when I first would have properly spoken about it I mean
2: but several years ago but I think to be honest it was probably more when slightly after the fact when things had got kind of to their worst for me okay And I feel like you kind of, well, I sort of just got to the point where you're obviously speaking to people and putting things out on the internet. And I just felt too much like I was lying
1: Mm.
2: and kind of Mm. having to pretend to be someone, even if I wasn't, because it wasn't that then I'd be you know, putting posts out being like, I'm the happiest person in the world, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. Not like I would have been pushing like a really false narrative, if you like. But I don't know. I just felt like there's definitely been times when it's such an enormous part of my life that it just felt really disingenuous not to mention it.
0: Mm. Okay.
2: And again, yeah. like we were saying before, kind of do some kind of good with the lot that you get in life. Mm. It's so isolating when you're struggling with your mental health and you feel like you're the only one yeah. And I was like, if that, if that is something that I can give someone,
0: mm.
2: like even from a selfish point of view as well, like being able to do like kind, positive, like helpful things is actually really good for your own mental health. Like being nice to other people will make you a happier person. This for is what sure. trolls need to understand. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I think it felt quite natural at the time. I didn't feel mm. like, I think I waited, I don't know, however long. I didn't feel like I'd forced myself into it, but I got to a point where I was like, I don't feel like people are gonna know who I am. Mm. Like one of the things I always take as like the biggest compliment is if I meet someone in real life who like, we've followed each other on Instagram for ages and they're like, oh, you're exactly how I thought you would be. Like I always take that as a yeah. really big compliment because I'm like, good. Cause I don't want to be kind of portraying myself as someone that I'm not. Mm. And yeah, that was a big part of it, I think. Yeah. I think if I had existed online for much longer and not talked about the fact that I had like crippling depression and anxiety, I just yeah. would
0: have felt like a massive liar. Mm. Yeah. Have you, I mean, have you always suffered with depression and anxiety? Or is it something that has happened in recent years or? So I think with
2: hindsight, Mm. I've always been quite an anxious person but kind of in the way it wasn't particularly getting in the way of my life or like that harmful until I think it was like exam seasons at school kind of like GCSE A level especially right but now I look back at it and I'm like okay so those were the things you were doing to try and kind of like self-soothe your anxiety sort of thing so I mean anyone who knows me Mm. whatsoever will know that I am not an exercise person. I've tried to get into it. I have in little dribs and drabs, like I know it's really good for you. I need to start moving myself again at some point because it's good for your brain too. But when I was doing my A levels, I'd got to a point where I would end up going to the gym at like 8.30, nine o'clock at night so that I could get some sort of anxious energy out and like right. tire myself out so that I would sleep. Because otherwise I was just so anxious, I couldn't sleep. And now I look back at that at the time and I'm like, how, how did you not kind of see that's what you yeah. were doing? But I mean, I, I was young and also just didn't know yeah, anything. So yeah, I don't know. I think looking back, it's, it was always there, but the depression that had come in more kind of like through my early twenties
1: mm.
2: and it did, it, I think it had started, I mean, it definitely started when I was at uni. I, I'd i been doing my, the first course I did at uni, I left after a year and a half um, and basically dropped out of that course because I was really depressed, which at the time, I think I kind of thought that it was because I wasn't happy on the course that I was doing. But actually now having been through like, A decade of like cycling depressive episodes and ups and downs and all the rest of it I actually don't know I don't know whether I would have maybe stayed and
0: Mm. finished
2: that first course that I was doing had I not been really depressed and was just kind of like trying to find a way to fix it you know Mm. because I think that's one of the things that people still don't really understand about depression all the time and again if you've never experienced it you think it's, I mean, there is such a thing as like situational depression, as in things are happening in your life that are making you sad Mm. and you get depressed. That is a thing, but that's not the only way that depression kind of manifests itself. So I think when I was younger and would get depressed, I was still kind of like trying to look at things in my life and like change them and try and fix them. And I just couldn't really understand what was happening to me. And now yeah. that I've got a lot more experience of it and I'm older and I've, you know, the benefit of hindsight, I don't actually know that it was the situation at
0: all. Right. It's, it's, it's really like quite impossible to say now, I think. Yeah, that's so interesting. And it's, I hate the word empowering. Cause I know I don't hate it, but I just feel like it's overused, but it is it is empowering to get a diagnosis and to get some Mm. perspective on it isn't it and to be able to put it down to something because yeah if you're like I'm changing this I'm changing that and I'm still really depressed like I still can't get out of bed or I'm still like just feel like I can't function yeah but that just having that I guess that the knowledge is so empowering and kind of just gives you back and and also I, I imagine like well at least for me but I'm imagining for you as well like gives you some sort of kind of peace as well like there isn't just there isn't like something wrong with me you know it's a thing it's an actual thing and it's I'm not, I'm not alone in this either
2: yeah it's it's weirdly it's almost kind of the opposite in that you want to be like oh there's not something wrong with me but actually it was more empowering for me to kind of realize there is something wrong right. with me
0: yeah
2: because otherwise I think it's well, I certainly did for such a long time to get into the whole thing of like, why is everyone else able to cope with th- this Well, life and I'm not able to do it? Yeah. Like, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm looking around and like, I should be fine. I should be fine. And that more makes you feel like you're doing something wrong or you're like ungrateful for your life or, yeah, yeah you just don't know why you're reacting in certain ways. Yeah. Whereas for me being like no you have a mental health condition right like there actually is something wrong with you and that's why you feel that way yeah I oddly found that quite a lot more comforting rather than it being like no there's nothing wrong you're
0: on a level playing field with everyone else it's just they're happy and you're not Mm. definitely yeah no yeah sorry that's what I'm thinking about it with ADHD as well Mm. because like For so long, I don't know why I'm making this about me, sorry. (laughs) But for so long, I was like, I'm lazy. I just Mm -hmm. can't function like normal people. I can't take on things like normal people can. Like, I want to lay in bed. And it's just because I'm lazy. Like, it's sometimes when I can't get out of bed, like, it feels like any depression would be managed. So, like, I just can't get out of bed. So I'm lazy. And, like, having, like, knowing what it was then, you know, the ADHD was like, huge for me like absolutely huge just Mm -hmm. to take away the pressure on myself did you feel like that as well yeah I did I think it kind of just made
2: things make sense a lot more and even so something that I've really struggled with and I mean this is why so I work with um an ambassador for a charity called MQ mental health research and the reason why I'm so passionate about research into mental health is because one of the most frustrating things that I've found over god knows how many years is I don't understand why like why does my brain do this to me why is this how I feel even though I know that you know it's just it's something I've experienced It's part of who I am if you like some people don't like to think of it that way but I don't mind that Mm -hmm. um not having the why and the reasoning I always find really frustrating yeah so I think yeah having getting an ADHD diagnosis for me part of that has almost made me feel slightly less frustrated with my history of mm. depression and anxiety because it's such a common comorbid condition yeah. because the kind of years of like you say having an undiagnosed kind of neuro neurodiverse condition mm. and not just thinking you're like a rubbish person because you're not functioning in the same way that you think other people are and you think you should be makes you feel really bad about yourself and that 100% then leads into like the low self-esteem and like can fuel depression and all the rest of it Mm. so yeah I do think I think it's been helpful but yeah I don't know it's just it's just like it's just a lot to come to terms with like I mean Yeah, sorry that I've then accidentally half-hearted you as well on your own podcast. (laughs) No, but it's like... like, It's just a lot to deal with. Which is why then when you meet other people who are like, hello, I'm also a late diagnosis woman with ADHD, you're like, oh my God, tell me everything. Have you felt
1: like shit your whole life? Okay, me too. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like I'm making a lot of peace with myself now though. Like I just, all the things that like we laugh at me for, like not paying my... (laughs) my fucking anything in time. Like I always, I just get so many bills and I never pay them in time. And I don't know why I could do it. I could do it and I just don't do it. And I hate myself for it. And I I said- There we go. I've said this so many times over the last, and it's only been the last like year since my surgery when I haven't been able to exercise. Exercise I realized has been a massive coping thing for me. Like the marathons ultra, like all of that was like, it really kept me like a good use of my energy. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like pretty consistently chill and it's only been since my surgery that, and I haven't really been able to exercise like I could before, that I just get so angry with myself. Mm. And I hate how angry I get with myself because I'm like, and it's a rational aggro it's not like it's like a full temper tantrum with myself for just being a shit human and it's so annoying like I can't I can't get to the jumpers under my bed because there's too many jumpers in there and every day I'm like I'm going to do something about that and it's been a year and I've not done it and and about once a month I'm like I hate myself (laughs) and it's just horrendous but and I've been trying to explain to my Alex why it means so much that I know what's up now but I'm like it means I don't hate myself as much because I'm like at least it's not totally my fault yeah. exactly and that's yeah. nice
0: like your brain is wired differently yeah but, it's so cool to know that yeah I just I wish they could,
1: sometimes I'm like where's the good bit where's the good bit because you know like there's a there's yeah. a flip side to every coin and I'm like my jumpers are a mess but at least my t-shirts are nice but it's not like that it's all just messy and that's a but I think
0: the good bit is like I guess creativity is quite common in people with ADHD right it's which I think is why a lot of people influencers a lot of influencers have had like late diagnoses as well yeah diagnoses as well um but do you find like i've i mentioned it online like a couple times but i've stopped because of this whole like oh you just jumped on the bandwagon thing mm. has that been a thing for you have you felt that well so i actually
2: hadn't mentioned it online at all yeah yeah and then so i'd happen to a uh, episode of my podcast that came up this morning I like mention it briefly in the episode and okay. that's like the first like public iteration Ooh, of like me launch. talking about yeah Love exactly that, soft yeah. Launching my ADHD. <laughs> but yeah no I 100% like that is a thing about social media that then is really worrying and like even when I've like spoken to the psychiatrist like about ADD I'm like I feel like somehow I'm lying and I've tricked you yeah and I actually am just really lazy and terrible and yeah. he's like Please stop. He was like, this is really common. But I think the social media thing fuels into that as well because people like to be like, oh, okay, fine. You're just doing, what are you doing this for? Like,
1: mm. I, I think d- that's why <sighs> I've never mentioned it. I haven't even mentioned it to my parents. I haven't, yeah. I haven't talked about it with anyone apart from Alex and you Yeah, probably. Well, I mean, and all the Instagram followers that DM me about 200 times a day saying, "Haha, ha, you're ADHD showing. <laughs> but yeah, I never bring it up. My, I mean, my sister won't play Boggle with me or do anything with me because yeah. she's just like, you're a fucking nightmare. So she's been saying it forever, but I, I like it's that weird thing where I'm just like I probably don't. I'll just leave it. So I haven't pursued it. That's why I've not pursued it. Because mm. and that's why I've never talked about it on the internet. Because I'm just like, nah. Yeah. Just I'll just leave it. It's no biggie. Yeah,
0: it's just like, a bit scary. But like, I, it, it is, isn't it? And it's like I, I said the same thing to my psychiatrist. I was like, I feel like I'm a fraud. I yeah. really do. Like I, I really do. And he was like, well, then what does that make me? Because I've diagnosed you. <laughs> <laughs> like, what does that make me? And I was like, yeah, fair point. Um. <laughs> But I, and I was actually talking to Dave about this and I was like, I just don't want to mention it to anyone because mm. I don't want people to think I'm like jumping out the wagon, whatever. And he's like, why do you care? He was like, this has been one of the, yeah. this has been one of the biggest revelations in your life. And this has been one of the, one Of the things that's helped you mentally more than anything else, and yeah. it's really changed your life. So, why the hell do you care? Like, jump on the wagon, be on the wagon. The I wagon's love great. The wagon. I like, yeah, you're so right. I've been saying this for ages. The wagon's the best place to be. Like, yeah. why? Like, we, where did we
1: say this? I mean, you, we talked about this last night actually at the concert because you're quite you're, your, your, um, music, <laughs> your music taste is quite alternative. And I was like, I just can't be fucked to be alternative anymore because it's just too much effort. You've to like work out what everybody likes, and then you've to find out. What it is that people do, like that, that, that other people like? It's so much easier yeah. to just like the music in the charts and just wear what other people are wearing because it's available in the shops. Yeah. And just like just the like bandwagon. Like. It's just so much easier to just follow the trends, be a little sheep, just hop on, hop. On. I am oh, yeah. honestly, I'm like it's like the 1950s and I'm just jumping on the back of the bus every single time. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, fine, I'm coming.
0: Take me with you. <laughs> yeah, literally,
1: any trend. I'm such a sucker for them. I'm just yeah. le- I'm lazy, there you go, just go with the (laughs) easiest
0: option available, and that's, like, Hot Hits UK, sold. But it does annoy me, that narrative of the bandwagon with the ADHD thing, because I'm, like, there are probably probably so many women out there who desperately need the diagnosis, like, desperately need it, and are a bit like, oh, well, it seems everyone has it now, so, like, maybe, you know, I'm just relating to these TikToks, but I'm not really, and it's, like, it's, yeah. That's the thing, there's something so embarrassing about
2: being, like, oh... I got served loads of like Instagram reels content about adult women with ADHD. And I started thinking, hmm, maybe I have that. And then actually, but I mean, I'd like sat on that for probably like a solid year before I even then made a GP appointment. You know when you're like doing a sneaky Google about something and literally checking every box and you're like, no, because I saw (laughs) it on the internet. So that can't be true. Like how ridiculous would that be if I accidentally diagnosed myself with a, yeah. mental something through like <laughs> what a TikTok content idea? that someone's repurposed for Instagram I'm like what a weird weird story to tell but then yeah I finally like psyched myself up and made a GP appointment and literally I, I said it to my boyfriend I was like I just want to do that because then they'll tell me that I'm being ridiculous and I can let go of the thought of it yeah. then and yeah, not yeah. keep wondering mm. and actually the GP that I spoke to was like okay I'm gonna refer you and I was like oh my god oh
1: my god what? Maybe this that is I it. I told, Instagram reel was right like, really? yeah. <laughs> I was like are you serious <laughs> yeah see I haven't got to that stage yet I had one therapist tell me like in 2018 she's like have you ever been diagnosed with ADHD because you show a lot of, of the symptoms and I was like oh, traits whatever and I was like you're a terrible therapist goodbye <laughs> and I never went back to her and I got home to my mom and I was like "She's said i got ADHD she's really not the one for me I don't think she understands me at all and then it was only like three years later and someone else has said it I was like
0: Mm-hmm. but what's interesting <laughs> is I think yours presents in like a, a more typical way like yeah it, it, more in the like the typical yeah, I'm like I'm quite surprised by that like yeah 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 in the more like boys little boys running around like yeah. can't sit still kind of but way. I also feel
1: like I've grown into this is what's really weird and I probably should like, go and explore this but I I don't I feel like, I, I, like this part of me is, like, coming out a lot more as I've got older. Really? My brother and sister said they remi- I reminded them of Leslie from Parks and Rec the other day. And <laughs> I was totally like, for nice. fuck's sake, Jenna <laughs> does a sad do. little sympathetic laugh. Like, <laughs> I <laughs> well, love that. I love Leslie also. And everyone loves her. I know, but she's also, you know, she's a lot. And I was like, why do you? Rem- why do I remind you of that? And they were just like, I don't know, it's very chaotic. And I was like, oh. maybe everyone can see this in me, apart from me. I think it's just a lot of energy. It's a lot of energy, yeah. Which I'm always just jealous of more than anything else. Me too. I don't have that side of it. Yeah.
2: I've just got the, like, I'm a lazy shit human being side of it. I wish I had the, like,
1: let's go for a run. But I have that, and I'm still a lazy shit with all the stuff that matters. Like, I can't tell you how many things I have to do. I can't. It actually upsets me so much when I look at my... Lists and my bills and all the posters yeah. read red. I'm just like, oh god. oh god. So this, I always find this interesting because this has been one of like the biggest
2: revelations for me about like why I am the way I am. Do you have the thing where like if you've got one thing in your calendar for the day? So like today, like coming to meet you, two p.m. Setting the scene. For me, then the whole day is gone. That's the whole day. Yeah. Because like the whole morning is like, okay, I've got this thing to do at two o'clock. Yeah. And then I've built it up so much that like when this is done, I'm gonna be like, wow, the day's over now. And like Mm. one thing in the calendar, like occupies my brain for the entirety of that day. And I physically don't understand how people are like, well, I'm gonna do this in the morning. And then, you know, I've got obviously work and then I'm gonna go out afterwards and do this. And then I'm gonna go to the gym and then I'm gonna do this and do that. And I'm like, that's so many things in one day. Like, how do you do that many Mm. things?
0: Yeah. I think you kind of get in in the group, in the swing of yeah. doing busy things. I think, I feel like I was like, I used to be like that. and just I like couldn't, well. Physically couldn't cope. And also like if I had something on my mind, I couldn't think about anything else. Like actually mm. physically couldn't cope. Like I remember when, oh, God, when I broke up with my boyfriend and like other people like want to go to work as a distraction and I was like, I can't think about or do anything else. Like I'm very like one track mind in that way. But I feel like with the busy thing I've had to, I know exactly what you mean, but I've mm. had to like get over that now. But I think I cope with that by writing like everything, a list So the night, like the day, the night before the mm-hmm. next day, I literally, I'm like, I write down Monday and then I've got to do this at nine and da da da, And that helps me then. Does that make you want to be sick? Cause that makes me want to be sick.
2: I, I kind of try and do that and kind of write. So my thing is to try and make myself feel more organized and like, I'm not going to forget things cause I do end up forgetting things. Yeah. I make the to-do list but then I never look at the to-do list ever again. Mm, yeah. And then I just make a new to-do list. And then yeah. by that time, I forgot my... half the stuff that was like on the old list. You are yeah. my people. But like, I'm genuinely really trying and like yeah. I make
1: the list and I want to tick it all off. I just forget to look at the list ever again. Yeah, yeah. I do. I just found a list of things to pack for my wedding that, that I left in my house. <laughs> <This> <laughs> you is tried?
0: Yeah, like um, okay, exactly. This is like with natural cycles. I'm like, since I stopped, since I got the coil out, my period's been all over the place. I'm like, I want to get on Track with it, and you have to take temperature every morning. And you were like, leave it by your bed. And I'm like, yeah, but yeah, but you won't remember. I won't look at my. I won't, oh, you won't, I won't you remember. My bed You'll table. look at it and
2: see it and be like, and it won't register. You still just won't do it. That and, would be and, and me. And then
0: was like, we'll set the alarm and say take your temperature. I'm like, um, I will, I will see it, and it just won't register. I will see Tell it. Day.
1: Snooze the alarm, and then that's it. Done. Yeah. It's gone off my brain. Yeah. I just won't do yeah. it. Yeah. How, I'm on thin ice because I forgot to take my temperature this morning. However, <laughs> every other day that that's a practice thing. That, yeah, I just really I got into it. And then it's every time the I'm like habit. virtual high five, I'm like, hell yeah. Takes 21 <laughs> days to form a habit.
0: Yeah, uh, I, Good I, luck to us I, all. I couldn't I do it for 21 that's, days. That's one I wouldn't remember. Me, I think oh. I think that got debunked I recently. And actually takes like seven
1: months.
2: Oh, well, that explains a lot.
1: <laughs> I, I, when I was giving up smoking, I, I held onto that with both hands. I was like, 21 days. Maybe it's psychosomatic. Or
0: 21 days to make a habit, but it's a lot longer to break. Anyway. Fine. Anyway, interesting. interesting. <laughs> I still get drunk and have a cigarette, so I don't know <laughs> if I'm the one to talk to about that. <laughs> so back to sorry, we got sidetracked. Back to your mental health with your depression and your anxiety. What mm-hmm. do you think? What do you think has helped you? What has contributed to making you feel mentally healthier and, and in a better place?
2: Um, I think that's honestly a hard one to answer. Like the things yeah. that I have done over the years are like I've tried lots of different medications and things yeah I have eventually I saw a therapist um which was great but I actually I mean I haven't been on uh like antidepressants or anything for quite a few years now Hmm. but then even when I have had like quite bad depressive episodes again I mean this is a funny one I keep keep then like coming back to the ADHD thing because it's quite it's helped me understand it a bit more. Like even when I'd been on antidepressants, I still I've and this is the thing that, that then again is frustrating because I I had so many conversations like with um doctors and like my therapist kind of saying, I feel like medication has helped me to a certain extent. Like it's definitely mm-hmm. like done me some good. I needed it, glad I took it. Yeah. But I still just feel like there's something wrong. Like it's not doing what I thought it should do not that yeah. I you know think antidepressants should make you have like metaphorical like rainbow sunglasses and just think everything's amazing all the time but it just felt like something was missing so I kind of have done without that and have been okay without that for the past few years I think it's a lot of what has helped is kind of accepting it a little bit more and just kind of getting to know i don't know kind of not blaming myself so much for it yeah has been quite a big thing i think
1: yeah can i just like leap back from just thinking with Mm. with when you were working in your normal job was your mental health bad then when you were working in the sort of cyberbullying really bad really really bad like that's that's the worst yeah it ever was so do you think it's got better since you've like worked for yourself and done instagram and and sort of like changed your
2: yeah I mean it's still it's still been up and down to be honest but that is again one of the like big privileges of being able to work in that kind of job is I can like set my own schedule if you know Mm. what I mean and like and also I work with people who are really understanding about mental health and I'll be like like comfortably be very open with them Mm. so if I'm feeling really anxious and I've got like too many things scheduled for the same week I can Mm. kind of just say that yeah or Yeah, if I'm just feeling really down and need to not, I don't know, talk about something, or I need to reschedule something, I am lucky Mm. to work with people who are great in that regard. And also I think because I've been talking about mental health online for like quite a long time now, people kind of know this about me already, so it's Mm -hmm. not having to like rehash from the beginning a conversation every single time. Whereas at the beginning, you have to be like okay I'm struggling with this because x y and z and it's like having to let someone into like such a personal part of your life but yeah I do think like once once you start talking about mental health with people it does get easier one because you've got the practice at it but two just because people already know and have an idea Mm. so it's not like you have to spring it on someone it's where if I say to someone oh I'm feeling really anxious about something they're not surprised now. So like that takes yeah. away one kind of hurdle to it. Yeah. But yeah, it's, I mean, yeah. I think like anything, it's kind of upsides and downsides to working for yourself. So mm. yeah, I'm not like the absolute most organized person in the world. I'm not yeah. the best like self-starter. I need deadlines to like make yeah. me do things, which yeah, doesn't always lend itself that well. But equally, I think it's a lot easier to kind of try and practice the sort of like mindfulness and like Mm. prioritizing your own wellness in a day when you are
0: like in control of the hours that you're doing that day. Mm. Yeah, And also on the point about talking to people as well, it's like, I don't think we realize because there is still stigma around mental health, I don't Mm. think we know to the full extent of how pervasive mental health problems are Mm. and it's likely that whoever you talk to is will have had if they don't currently have had some experience with mental health problems but I'm wondering how and don't you don't have to answer this if you're not comfortable doing so but I'm wondering how with your boyfriend Mm. how has it has it impacted your relationship has been has he been understanding and supportive and again you don't have to answer this if you don't want to but
2: yeah no I mean he's great love him to bits um it is it, yeah it de- it definitely does impact relationships that's okay. the thing and like he's great and is really supportive but at the same time I I think because I've I don't know because I talk about mental health and also because I've been to therapy I'm also then yeah, like one of those people who goes to therapy and is like oh my god everyone should go to therapy it's so good yeah but I'm like <laughs> I'm not super shy I mean obviously we've been together for a long time and I would trust him anyway but I'm not really like shy about talking about my feelings anymore
0: yeah
2: so I think it's easier in that way because if I am feeling really down or I'm you know I'm feeling something he doesn't really have to kind of like dig it out of me like I'll just Mm -hmm. I'll I'll just say so then it's obviously easier to like support each other when you know what's going on with someone yeah because that that is the difficult thing as well if you're Trying to like come to terms with your own mental health struggles, but also trying to, you don't even have the words yet to articulate it. So, trying to like mm. explain to people in your life around you what's going on with you, mm. you don't even really know what's going on with you. Yeah. So, that, yeah, I'm lucky, like, it's a long relationship. So, like, he's had these years of me, like, that one January where I spent the entirety of January. <laughs> under a blanket on the sofa watching Grey's Anatomy like I think I wa- I mean there's a lot of seasons of Grey's Anatomy <laughs> I think I watched seasons. like 12 seasons in a month wow because that's literally that's just what I did going. from dusk till dawn because I was horrifically depressed and yeah. couldn't do anything else yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah that is odd behaviour to deal with from you yeah. know someone that you live with but he doesn't make me feel like a weirdo when I just need to like yeah that's but healthy. also tries to make yeah. me go for walks and things which is helpful how does that go not always great. but He gets up earlier than I do. So he's like, honest. come on, let's let's go for a walk. It'll be good. And I'm like, mm, no, go I hate away. That. But I hate sometimes it. I do go, and it always is a good thing to it do. Is, and then it? I'm so it. annoyed that it was a good thing to do. Oh, so I I'm just looking so I smug right now hate when people so try to so, make I me go for a walk. Love, oh, I hate that.
1: I love a walk. I go every I morning, seven thirty. I just love a walk, six thirty in the winter because you've you have a dog though, which I think I think that would that would make me go. I hate going for
0: walks. I hate it.
1: I'm annoyed that I just told it the wrong way around, 6.30 in the summer, 7.30 in the winter. I just felt like I was lying. Why would I walk in the dark? It's stupid. Yeah, it was really annoying me that I just lied. Um, Yeah, yeah, the dog helps. I I actually can't see the point of walking without a dog, to be fair. But I just love walking. I just think it's the best thing in the world. I just... If I could be sponsored by walks, that's all I'd need. Do you know what? I like walks yeah (laughs) but i like
2: going for a proper walk Go for a walk but i'm from the countryside so for me i'm like i want to go for like an hour or two's walk in a field i want to see some
1: cows i want to do do like a proper walk i can take you on a proper walk i I have a road around the streets of london i've got a proper walk i can show you horses on this walk proper walk all right. You show me some good, proper walks. I will.
0: Walks. Stand in Collier's Wood. It's oh, a good walk. I wish I liked that. I, just, I get so bored on walks. I'm not so going to tell boring. you how long it is if
1: I want you to go. No, I'm not going. It's, a, it's a good not. long walk. No, I like a proper long walk. Right, fine. Me and but walking around, and like,
2: <laughs> walking around my neighbourhood for the fourth time that week, I'm like, this just couldn't be less fun to me. Oh, yeah. see, I go
1: around the common every day. I just, I fucking live for I'm it. I'm like, bored. go visit the ducks. They've been growing. I missed them whilst I was away. I mean, that's cute. Yeah, the little ducklings. The yeah. little right. ducklings. Yeah. Sorry, and I see like ducklings. the same dog, like Parsnip, one of Bird's friends, like see him on the regs. There's a little, like little dog yeah. called Max. He's come from Cyprus and, and it's like, you know, in Notting Hill, that scene where it goes from like the year that she's away and it says plays ain't no sunshine when she's gone mm-hmm. and you see everything change. That's like my life is just like, every, my like hours walk in the morning <laughs> is that. And I just get to like, I watch people get pregnant I watch them like, their dogs the dogs get less nervous it's just a joy the the ducklings are born then they migrate away it's a fucking it's a blessing. Yeah, I'm I mean, so if there's like if there's like a walking
2: PR <laughs> council, they really need to Literally, know. Literally, Oh my god. I know. Oh no. Get high for like the National Trust. It's so full of joy. Walking. You just love life, don't I you? I really do.
1: You said this yesterday. What I'm so happy for you. <laughs>
2: yeah, good on you. <laughs> I am <laughs> no. talking about my depression, and you're like, I fucking love life. <laughs> <I'm sorry.
1: laughs> uh, if it's any conversation I hate myself. I just love life. <laughs> Um, um, we were saying this yesterday about like Drinking to like escape reality. I was like, I just kinda like reality and you just looked so disappointed at me. You were just like, oh fuck's sake.
0: I mean, well thanks thanks for airing that. (laughs) I drink to escape my life. (laughs) No,
1: you do. We were talking about we were talking about it in another context. That can probably be removed. Um But I really like what you do with Instagram and I think it would have been really easy for you to um I've just changed gears so quickly. I can hear my voice like ha. Ah. Anyway, um, <laughs> I've got silly. Um, but it would have been really easy for you to just go and do like this sort of like traditional influencer, like mm. whatever you could like. You could just be in Dubai, live in the life of Riley if you wanted, with like whatever. But oh, yeah. it really feels like you you've taken what you've been given and been like, I'm going to do something actively good with this. Like I'm going to make a good choice for that. And it feels like really lovely to look at it and just be like, "This is someone doing something really lovely." Just oh, because yeah. you can. Like, so nice, doesn't feel you? like there's an agenda. This just like we're just going to like save the planet, be nice to each other, and wear cool yeah. sunglasses. I'm like, "Fucking hey, Gemma, yeah. yeah, I can get on board okay. with this." Love also, love estimation. your sunglasses. Thank you.
0: Yes, love, love, same. Love they're so cute. <laughs> I'm like, oh, they're so cute. That they're was a weird. They're so word. cute. <laughs> See, I'm yeah. trying to be cool. <laughs> don't. I was going to say dashing, and then I was like, what else can I say? <laughs> bring out no all the April
1: words. what can she um, say what's a cool word yeah
0: what's a cool word for like April's the coolest person I know cute. even though she's wearing crocs right now Don't like your sunglasses are yeah, only
1: cool people wear crocs
0: I know peng <laughs> oh my god <laughs> okay okay forget that what's well, cool what's cool sick they're sick
2: mm. I think this is the problem I think if we no, care too no. much about the right cool word for cool it's just not cool okay, no.
0: <laughs> Force it. they're lovely they're lovely <laughs>
2: they're just Time lovely should i tell you what i think is the coolest thing of people who don't try and be cool i agree
0: yeah. Okay. That's there it. you go. So it's not. awesome. <laughs> i feel like even we cool. I've just, just given up. Like I'm
2: not a cool person. <laughs> but that's not like, that's the Matt I'm like a bit boring and quite normal and just not very cool. And the more okay I get with that, the more happy I am
0: with my own. But 100.
1: But, but I, I find
0: that cool. Yeah. I find that cool. I find it cool to be like who you actually are.
1: Yeah, you know, that's a Matt that Haid quote. And it's like, don't, and I'm going to butcher it, but it's like, don't gravitate towards like the cool people because like, you'll be cool when you're dead. Gravitate toward the, towards the warm people because that's where life is. And it's like, that's that so nice. I yeah. spent so long trying to be cool. And you know what? I probably achieved it yeah. for like a good few years there. And I wore a lot of eyeliner and elasticated belts. And I was kind of mean to people. I was a bit of a bitch because I thought oh. it would make me cooler. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And how sad! <laughs> and I was so unhappy
1: <laughs> in myself. Yeah. I like um, hit yeah, my music
0: taste, my emo stuff, because I was like, I knew that wasn't cool. Oh I no, I was a full-on baby. Emo pretended too. to like house <laughs> and like, oh no, I don't know, techno, <laughs> drum and bass for ages. And actually, no, I don't like it. I, I like emo this music. Dumb, drum and bass for ages. I had a boyfriend at school. He's like, Have you heard the song? And I was like, Yeah.
1: <laughs> Got it on my phone. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Never heard it. Then I downloaded it. It sounded so bad coming up my Motorola. I was like, Oh song and I had to pretend I liked it for ages my iPod yeah, just no, filled yeah. with music I didn't like and I remember my brother put him on blast had a Taylor Swift song on his um, on his iPod when it was like early days and I was like haha it's like why am I doing this I love that song and I was so <laughs> mean to it and, and now here you are like Betty Bandwagon like come yeah, on everyone I yeah, and he loved yeah. Coldplay as well and I always gave him such a hard time I was like that is so lame no one likes core now I'm like so I'm going to a core gig <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: I mean you had girls allowed on in the car on the way here I did yeah amazing like,
1: oh. when I'm sad <laughs> like when I get oh sad because sometimes I get like quite h- irrationally hysterically sad for no reason doesn't last long but mm-hmm. it's just I'll have like a spiral and then I just pick myself up and the way the a brilliant way to pick myself up normally is to go for a walk but I made a playlist I'll, I'll share it with the group um, for when I had my um surgery done, my last one when I was awake for and I had to listen to um well I made it. it's it's a very good playlist. It was a big like two thousand and five to two thousand and eight. Okay, yeah. I we was saying Timberland, Girls Aloud, Sugar Babes. It was it's so good. It's honestly it's, it's so awful. uncool. And I'm sitting in my car and I it was 303, do you remember Starstruck? I was singing that yes. full volume today as like I
0: was like going down High Street again. I was like, ha your playlist would actively, negatively impact my mood, I think. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I wouldn't listen listened to all of that before because it wasn't very cool. And now it's a vibe.
0: What music do you like?
2: Kind of, I mean, I listen, I don't listen to a lot of chart music. i say you like, like cool music. Yeah, but I just think what what most people like at the moment is yeah like a lot of maybe more kind of like dance music and that to yeah. me like dance music makes my brain feel itchy <laughs> like I can't physically stand it yeah it's a lot something
1: Usually sensory like wise yeah I hate it. maybe it's a sensory thing it's just you way get too irrationally much annoyed. like there's a Lizzo song that everyone loves at the moment and I have got real beef with it I, I don't hate know. It. I know mean, it's yeah. a great song the, the one big, that I've, about one, damn one, time oh yeah no I quite like that one it's a great song <gasps> it's just, but it really just gets on the nerves
2: no. yeah. yeah if it just gets you it just gets you, but yeah, no, I, I like I listen to a lot of like old music, um, like seventies, eighties.
1: Do you like okay. Stevie Nicks? You don't know, like you might like Stevie Nicks. Yeah, do you <gasps> T- yeah. T- I do. Yeah, I love. I really get that yeah. vibe. Yeah, I feel like that. Love. I also
2: best songs ever. Yeah, amazing. Was I also was such a like teenage baby emo? <laughs> Were like, you? I'll still like. Same crack the death cab out when I wanna really feel like myself. Oh, and I'm good. like, yeah, great, okay. 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 So you didn't no, quite back grow up with it? No, not at all. Good. Okay, yeah, I still just good. listen to like all the same music. And then, I mean, oh, and then some pop music I do really like because pop yeah. it's pop because it's popular and it's popular because people like it. Yeah. I'm a person, I like some of it too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Bandwagon, Gemma, please, yeah. this is your stop. It's not a bandwagon, <laughs> it's a party bus. Yeah. Oh my God, that's the best thing. Did <laughs> you just make that up? Yeah. so good. <laughs> That's going on a fresh back there. I'm that is.
0: That you have to like make that into a quote, like canva that up that and put that on your Instagram. Because that is so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bandwagon, it's a party bus. It's a I don't bus. think you realise the actual genius that you've done. That come was out
2: unbelievable. With. I've literally never been hyped up this much in my entire um, life. That's so good. my <laughs>
1: faces <laughs> <Our laughs> were like, oh, this is so inspiring. Love that. Okay. Oh, okay. I love that. I think that's cool. the name of
0: the episode. Yes,
1: <laughs> it's a party bus. <laughs> oh my god, used um, to being really uncool. I fucking love Another party bus, having it my Hindu, didn't we? Yeah,
0: it was a, it was a vibe, guys. Big we're gonna,
1: I'll get, I'll get oh, yeah, we'll get another. Love that. We'll get another, and we'll go it. for a walk with it. We'll <laughs> do a big, like, mental
0: health party bus, yeah. ADHD party bus. Love Everyone's that. on the bandwagon. We'll yeah. be like, come on, everyone. I'll be running Love alongside that. it. <laughs> um, Gemma, thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you. We'll put the link to your podcast in the show notes. And yeah, thank you so so much for coming on and Thanks for chatting somebody. with us. It's been brilliant, so nice. And we've done it in RIL, in real life. And it's been wonderful. I'll <laughs> oh, stop it, guys. I'm trying. Have you had a class? I'm obsessed with you today, Alex. I really am. <laughs> I think yeah. I love it. IRL. come on.
1: Um, I think you should stop trying. I think, just, I, think I should just stop just talking, actually. You finish the episode. <laughs> no, you were doing great. Carry on. Thank you, Gemma. (laughs) Thank you, Uh, Gemma. Thank you so much for for talking to us. We love you loads. Please come back. Thanks. Bye. Thank
0: you.
1: Bye. Alright guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Just a little reminder that if you ever have anything you want us to talk about, please do drop us an email at the should I delete that pod at gmail.com email address or on the should I delete that
0: Instagram account. And should I delete that is part of the ACATH Creator Network. <laughs>